I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Yes, indeed, a different kind of show right here on Sports Overnight America. I am Fred. You can email us, sportsfred at AOL.com sportsfred at aol.com you can tell it's cold this evening here in southern california not used to it all right sportsfred at aol.com we're heard everywhere sirius 217 xm203 all those apps american forces gals and guys you stay healthy sports maps sports byline radio stations like kshp 1400 in las vegas nevada the guy should be with me uh mark mancini the world's worst sports handicapper Art Source, Galaxy Sports in Pennsylvania. Special guest, the voice of USC Trojans, Pete Arvogast. We'll play some Baron Sports trivia and find out what the guys really know. All right, so much to talk about, but I think the big story now, this week, would be Trevor Bauer getting reinstated by the Arbiter. Okay, what this means is the Dodgers have until the 6th of January to uh, – either keep him or release him. In each case, in any case, uh, they're going to owe him $22 million. Bottom line, he ends up with $64 million. And of course, he didn't play all of last season. He didn't play until and didn't play from July to the end of the 2021 season. What do you think the Dodgers will do? $22 million. If they do release him, another team can pick him up for the league minimum of like $700,000 per season. So Will somebody pick him up? The Dodgers release him? Will the Dodgers sign him? You tell me. Uh, not sign him. Keep him. Will they do so? Email us, sportsfredatao.com, sportsfred at aol.com. And the big question is, who did the vetting? If you're going to give somebody $102 million over three years, that was the original contract, wouldn't you vet him? A little closer, apparently, than the Dodgers did. I'm upset as a Dodger fan. I don't want him, but the point is they made a major, major boo-boo, and maybe they could have held on to uh, Cody Bellinger if they did not have to uh, pay extra dough for somebody who really never helped them. And they, again, it's their fault for not betting. Major story also, of course, uh, YouTube taking over from DirecTV on the Sunday ticket. Your comments about that. YouTube, if you want to get YouTube, $64.95 for 65 channels, or you can get it separately. Sunday ticket for like $400. Uh, your thoughts? I don't think a lot of people are going to jump into YouTube for $64.95 for 65 channels, where DirecTV, obviously more expensive, but you got like two, three, 400 channels. 
and uh, Spectrum get two, three, 400 channels. So I don't think it's going to be a major way of leading people out of cord into the cordless era. Anyways, we'll take a break, come back with the guys and a whole lot more right here on Sports Overnight America. This special report is sponsored by Coca-Cola. Summer is here, and Burger King will help you beat the heat all season long with the newest frozen Fanta flavor. What is it, you ask? Well, the mystery has finally been solved. The newest frozen Fanta flavor is Strawberry Shortcake. Its color may be electric green, but this cool drink is packed with juicy, refreshing strawberry flavor. Easy for grab-and-go adventures. Frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake is your sidekick to summer. Whether you're headed to the park, the beach, the pool, or just trying to stay cool. Stop in or hit up the drive-thru at Burger King and try the chilling, thrilling, frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. It's no mystery that your refreshment is guaranteed. So go ahead, quench your thirst with a frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. Only at Burger King. Have it your way. Not valid in Alaska or Hawaii. This special report was brought to you by Coca-Cola. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors. About bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive, which is like having a goalie, a 7-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because, you know, defense. Forced Metaphors. Presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, this is Staples. So, rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. That's not a rumor. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yep. And I can actually ship there, right? We have UPS right here in store. Huh. What will Staples think of next? <laughs> Right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what, what, what will they think of next? Staples has all your shipping supplies and UPS service in store. And right now, get 25% off UPS Express shipping services. Staples, the best kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Valid only in Staples U.S. stores. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Hey, welcome back. Sports Overnight America. I'm Fred. You can email us, sportsfred at aol.com. Very cold this evening in Southern California, along with uh, Mark Mancini, the World's Worst Sports Handicapper, and Art Source back in uh, Pennsylvania on Galaxy Sports, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. Later, we'll talk to Pete Arbogast, the voice of uh, USC football since 1989, with a couple years out doing the Cincinnati Bengals. But uh, big story in sports, in my opinion, as we open with this, uh, Trevor Bauer. Now, I don't want, as a Dodger fan, I don't want him ever pitching again for the Dodgers. And somebody's going to say, well, he was never convicted of anything. Three women and uh, maybe more have come out saying uh, what he allegedly did or did not do, whatever the case might be. Um, the arbiter sort of ruled in the middle where the Dodgers will owe him another 22 something million dollars and he's eligible to play uh, opening day. Dodgers have until January 6th to. Uh, uh, either put him on the 40-man roster or release him and somebody else can pick him up for the uh, 
major league minimum of like 700,000. So, uh, Mark, what do you think about Trevor Bauer and uh, the Dodgers? Well, let me throw you the question, Fred. How different is Trevor Bauer that's being chastised here and his suspension got reduced to now 194 games and how uh, another guy that plays in a different sport, Deshaun Watson, that's associated with 80 women or 70-something women, gets a 13-game suspension, and we all look the other way. Isn't, is, I mean, isn't that the same thing? Well, we don't look the other way, but the leagues have different rules. That's all. And, I mean, we don't look in the other way. I mean, Well, I mean, uh, if, 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 if we were in a court of law and we presented everything, whether we're in a different sport or not, and we, we presented bold things. Aren't these the same cases we're dealing with? Regardless of another sport, it's somebody that's been accused of assaulting women or raping women or massaging women or whatever. Wouldn't this be looked at? And it doesn't matter what part of the country we are in, whether it's California, New York, or Florida, this would be tried the same way, wouldn't it? Yeah, but Major League Baseball and Manfred's got stronger rules than the NFL does. And so when Manfred, <laughs> see, when this first happened, it's not wasn't a court decision. Manfred set the rules, and uh, that's simply different than the, me, the, uh, the NBA or, question, or the NFL. Let me ask you a question straight up. Yeah. Is there any value for Trevor Bauer in the marketplace? Could the Dodgers trade for a couple of first-round picks in, in down the line or, or something they may need, which they have some needs? Well, you can't trade for picks in baseball. What happens is if you – Offer somebody uh, their dollar figure. You and they can't turn get like a, a minor leaguer who has great potential. Who's you, like you, you get a later draft. You just get a later draft pick if you. There's no straight straight draft pick. No, you're, you're misinterpreting me. What I'm saying is, let's say you're you're with the Mets and the Mets have all these pitchers in their system that are right. going nowhere based on what the, they've done in the offseason. Right. Could you find a couple of guys that were picked in 2020? 2021 that you could get some value for. Yeah, maybe. Who are, I mean, that's what I would try to do if I were the Dodgers in this situation. But then again, no matter where he goes, he's not going to change the spots on the leopard. Mark, well, uh, like, uh, what percentage of the fans at Dodger Stadium or around baseball would boo him every time he came out to the mound, in your opinion? Well, we... <laughs> It'd be it'd be tough for him. I mean, you know, and some of the, I think his personality is kind of overshadowed his performance to a certain extent because we all know Julio Urias had a situation in a Santa Monica parking structure, and the Dodgers kind of didn't do anything about it. So I mean, whether it's assaulting a woman or raping a woman, I know they're two different things, and you know, but I I, I just I just find a hard sell here that this guy's getting raked over the coals in a way where I think his personality is being more a test than more so than his performance. Let me ask you guys a question. We'll start with Art. Big arm, 98 mile or fastball uh, winner. Arizona lets him go. 98 mile fastball, big winner. Cleveland lets him go. Big winner, 98 mile fastball. Cincinnati lets him go. How hard is that to vet our source? Well, that's that's the that's the key question, Fred. You know, whether the Guggenheims, Stan Caston, you know, Friedman, 
they really didn't do a very good job of that. I mean, I'm trying to be a little kind here. Um, the guys had nothing but personality problems. I remember when he turned on the mound in Cleveland and threw the ball into the center field bleachers, yeah. you know, and that basically, you know, Frank Kona looked at him. And said, That's it. And Frank Kona needed pitching. That's how bad that situation was. Right. So, you know, I, I just hope that the guy got some sort of, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, you know, came, come to Jesus meeting with himself or, or had some help psychologically, because this is not something that has been, you know, rare. It happens everywhere, like you just said, in three other franchises, now a fourth franchise. So it's, it's a tough situation <laughs> for all parties concerned. Mark, final question. Do you want him on the Dodgers? And again, Mark's a, a, a pirate fan a and, a, and a Padre fan, but the point yeah, is, he wants him. But let's say you're a Dodger fan. Do you want him in your organization? Well, if, if you're going to move forward into this new year, you only got two guys you can really count on. So I think you need them. I mean, other than Urias and Kershaw, who can you actually count on? I know he's been out a year. But that's an arm is, uh, you know, saved for a year. So would, uh, the question would become, would you want him? No, I wouldn't want him. I don't want him anywhere near the organization. I'm ashamed <laughs> of him. I'm a, I, I, I would be embarrassed for the Dodgers if he's out there on the mound again. I'm telling you the truth. I just well, really would you would. be upset but if he went wait, to the but, Giants? But, but wait a minute, Fred. We, yeah. Isn't this the same organization? And God rest his soul, that gave Steve Howe seven chances. Yeah, but see, Steve Howe was a personal thing. He was on drugs. Right. Bobby Welsh was a personal thing. He drank. Okay. That's different than doing something like this to a woman. In my opinion, maybe I'm, right. maybe I'm in the minority. I don't know, but it's just my opinion that, uh, you know, it, let me just say this so far, at least three women have come out. So the odds, if you don't know the women, uh, and if the odds of one woman accusing him would be 50, 50, the odds of two women accusing him, the odds of, both women lying would be one in four. The odds of three women accusing him, the odds would be one in eight of all of them lying, of all three lying. So, and if you take a look at it, you mentioned uh, Watson before, the odds would be tr trillions to one, but here they'd be eight to one of all the women lying. So, I mean, you know, people are saying, well, we didn't get to try it in court and, and this and that, and they threw it out. Well, I'm still saying if three women accused him, I don't think they're all in a secret plot to get money from them. So it's just my opinion. Could be totally wrong. Hey, I want to switch topics because this is a, a biggie to football fans everywhere. This week, finally, after since 1994, DirecTV had the Sunday ticket. It's now gone to YouTube for like $400 a year, or you can join. Uh, and if you want YouTube and it, it's $64 a month, $64.95 a month for 65 channels. Artie, good move, bad move. What do you think? The NFL on this. Well, it shows again, the NFL is really making the move towards streaming. And, uh, you know, it all started with Amazon Prime and Thursday Night Football. And now with 14 billion plus, seven years, two billion plus. I mean, it's just amazing that, you know, for for 28 years, we had direct TV and uh for an extra 500 million plus, you know, they decide to go in a different direction. Now, my question is, if you purchase those little packages that we're talking about, YouTube, I mean, 
do you also have to have cable to get the sports packages? Because, you know, as a standalone entity, I thought DirecTV did a good job of providing, you know, NFL coverage. With with uh, YouTube, I don't know how they're going to be able to do it. I mean, they're raising the price. They've got, you know, two million subscribers. In this present economy, is is the marketplace going to be able to handle that, Fred? Oh, we're going to find out. Mark Mancini, question. You have Spectrum, correct? Yes. How many channels? About 200? About 500. 500. How much are you paying a month? Uh, a little over 200 a month. All right. So 200 a month for 500 channels or $65, $64.95 a month for 65 channels. Again, I don't think everybody's going to go cordless. I, I'm sorry. My wife loves movies. Uh, we've got a, a, and I don't like direct, I mean, direct TV is the worst billing department in the history of the world, the worst customer service department in the history of the world through AT&T. But my wife loves movies. I like movies. And I love the sports. And I'm paying $200 a month like uh, for, for, for that. And I don't even get the Too pack. Too sporty for me. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I don't even get the pack. The Pac-12 network for UCLA and SC on, well, on that angle. The, 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 pro the problem here is, Fred, it's gouging across the board. My brother went to the Super Bowl last year, paid $1,100 or $1,200 for a ticket. They sat all the way down. The Super Bowl's in Arizona this year. The following year is in Vegas. I went to the Super Bowl in 1982 for $20. You know I'm a cheap guy. I ain't paying $1,000 even if I had $1,000. All right, Mark? Art and I will be back. We'll play some Baron Sports Trivia <laughs> right now on Sports Overnight. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845, 800-760-1845, 800-760-1845, that's 800-760-1845. 
If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Sports Overnight America. I'm Fred. You can email us, sportsfred uh, at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com, along with the guys, uh, Mark Mancini, the world's and maybe universe's worst sports handicapper and art source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans of USC, and also, of course, running Galaxy Sports out of Pennsylvania. Later, the one, the only, the voice of USC football, Pete Arbogast, will make an appearance. But right now, it's Baron Sports Trivia where we find out what these guys know. Before we start every week, we find out what 126-year-old Art Source is using to stay up all night and answer these questions. So, Art, what are you using this evening? Well, I've got this new stuff called uh, Forebrain. Sounds like something golf would be interested in. And then uh, Nureva, which is another one. i got to put it in front of the camera. There we go. There we go. Now, they're doing good. Now, these are all nootropics, which sounds a lot more exotic than it is. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, yeah, they keep, you know, we're up late at night doing this show, you guys. And yeah. at my age, you know, I need my beauty sleep, need lots of it too. And so it, it seems to help. We'll see though. Fred's got some good questions tonight. I'm sure. Yeah. All, all legal. Of course. I know these questions, are, are these, these questions, these questions are all angel questions, LA oh. angel questions, because we had people, we're going to have Pete Arbogast on. And Gene Autry owned uh, KMPC, and his dad, Bob Arbogast, who I really, really liked. I thought he was a brilliant uh, guy in every possible way. Oh, those way. years at KMPC were great, man. Yeah, Dick Emberg. Who was Dick Emberg's sidekick? Don Wells. Don Wells yeah. on those years. All right, so these are angel questions. and We'll, we'll go from uh, Mark first on Baron Sports Trivia. First start ever for the Angels. And I remember this day as – like yesterday, 1961, I, it was uh, Easter vacation. I went with my mom, to, I think Macy's. I took my transistor radio. And Mark, who was pitching for the Angels against Baltimore? He won, I think, six to two. He went all the way. I think he struck out nine. Pretty good pitcher. Mark Mancini, do you, and again, you're younger. You weren't even born then, so this is going to be tough. But let's see what you can come up with. Clyde Wright? Clyde Wright, the lefty. That was later. He, he, he pitched for the Angels. Uh, Art, you're 126 years of age. So I'm sure you remember this like yesterday. Uh, who might have been the pitcher for the Angels? I think he liked Hollywood Starlets. I'm going to go with Bo Belinsky. Bo Belinsky, you're saying, was the uh, first pitcher for the Angels. He threw the first no-hitter. Okay, well, then it was, maybe it was Bob Serve. 
In fact, that was the answer to one of my questions later. So now we're only going to have three questions. Who, is, who threw the first? Who threw the first no hitter for the Angels? Thank, thanks, my. Uh, I got to take what you're taking. I got to. <laughs> stole his thunder. I got. I got to tell you. All right. So the answer is Eli Gerber. He he, he uh, uh, the Eli ball to Wow. Nineteen sixty one. That was at Old born. Municipal Stadium in Baltimore. Uh yeah, nineteen sixty one. Uh, right down long, the street from me. Sixty-one years ago. Um, okay, Art. Who hit the first four bagger for the Angels in that game? And in history, he hit the first four bagger. Big power hitting left hander. I'm trying to think of his name. Wes Parker. Wes Parker. <laughs> yeah. Wes Parker came later, and he was a Dodger. Yeah. <laughs> Wes Parker. Oh. Did he have big oh. arms? God, I, I, remember he, I remember when the Angels used to have the cutoff jerseys. I know they always traded back and forth and trying to think who the heck the other guy was. You know, Fred, my favorite player on the old Angels when I was a kid was uh, Leon Daddy Wags Wagner. Yeah, so I'm going to go with him. Okay, uh, you're wrong. I'll, I'll give okay. you a hint. Most of his career, he was a Cincinnati Red. Yeah, big Cincinnati Red slugger from the left side. Wore, had the big bulging muscles. Ah, uh, the darn four brain in the Reva is not working for me. Mark, I know any, exactly. Mark, What's any that? idea? Uh, Art's right on target here. Just can't think of the name. Any idea, Mark? He's in all kinds of Reds records. He's got all kinds of Reds records for power. He pounded the ball. Big if he, if he, if, let me tell you something. If these were 70s questions, I'd be running the gamut and setting the bar. It wasn't Dan Dreesen. It wasn't right. God, I can't even think of some of these old Reds. Um, God, I. Give me, uh, give me a hint, Fred. I, I, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Uh, well, it wasn't uh, Lyman Bostock. <laughs> no, that's for sure. Um, late Lyman Bostock. Um, yeah, what a hell of a player. Uh, uh, well, if I give you his first name, you're going to get it, Art. Okay. okay uh, well, Ted. give me the first initial. Ted. What's that? Ted. T-E-D. Ted Klozuski. Ted Kozuski, power hitter, Angels that Damn, year. I had him right there. Big clue, man. He could pound him. All right, Mark, final Baron Sports trivia question. Now that I have to throw out the Bobolinsky question. Um, first Angel All-Star between 61 and 63. Pitcher. Uh, complete game pitcher. One. Pitched, pitched very well. One. I'm going to take a chance on this one. Bobolinsky. Bobolinsky. No, Bobolinsky uh, wasn't that dominant. But, I mean, I'll tell you a story about Bobolinsky in a minute. So, Art, you have the answer to the first yeah, Angel All-Star? Yeah, I think it's Dean, Dean Chance. No, that was later. What? It wasn't Dean Chance? Then it was uh, Jim Fregosi? No, it's, he's a pitcher. No. Oh, a pitcher. Wow. In first All-Star pitcher, 61, 62, and 63. Hmm. We need a hit. Ken, Mc, Ken McBride. You guys remember Ken McBride? The right-hander Kenny McBride. McBride. Okay. He was there a good go. pitcher for like a decade. No, I remember Ken McBride. Uh, okay, let's talk about Bo Belinsky. And this is interesting, of course, the Mamie Van Doren thing where he went out with her and, uh, you know, Starlet, first no-hitter. In, that, in the 90s, I was uh, working five days a week in Las Vegas at uh, Bally's, Bally Sports Central. And then later... You were doing a national show uh, out of Bally's, and uh, he was a guest, uh, Bo Belinsky. Nicest guy on earth. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. He had turned into a religious guy, totally religious, 
we went out to lunch a couple of times. And, uh, you know, if you, from 30 years before to 30 years later, again, I didn't know him. Uh, I was just a kid when he when he was pitching for the Angels, but there wasn't a nicer guy out there. And, and Artie, you've been around athletes all your life. I'm sure you've seen a lot of athletes make a change like that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at Daryl Strawberry now. He's a preacher. Yeah. Um, you know, it happens. You know, you you find you find a little uh, little guidance from above. And, you know, I, I think it's a wonderful story. And I've heard that about Bo Belinsky. I actually met Bo when my dad had the, the village in on Balboa Island. And everybody was all excited because, you know, he was he was a legend, you know, for for Southern California sports fans because he was a very handsome guy you know, had those looks and, and I mean, it's, it's a great thing when you see someone mature and, and, and change their lives for the better. And uh, it gives everybody a lot of hope for the future. All right. Uh, sports overnight America. You can email us sports, Fred at AOL.com sports, Fred at AOL.com. We're still some time away from the final four in college football, but uh, Art, who wins the final four in the end? Well, I still think defense wins championships at all levels of football. You know, they've tried to make the rules in college and the NFL to help the offense yet these overs and unders, it seems like unders dominating everything. The Georgia Bulldogs just have too much in my opinion. And, uh, you know, I just don't think either Michigan or, you know, Ohio state or TCU can play at the same level as Kirby smarts Bulldogs. So so you like uh, Georgia to repeat. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mark Mancini, final four. Who do you like? You can change it to next time we do the show. Well, no, I, I, I've been pretty consistent on this one. And things happen in threes. They said he couldn't beat Ohio State. He did it. Then he beats Ohio State in their backyard. Jim Harbaugh is going to win this thing, man. There's something about Michigan. And they are really, really tough. Michigan will celebrate it. Did so you watch Michigan years. play Georgia last year? Yeah, but this is another year. Okay. Folks, All right. folks, I must remind I you. I love hardball. Folks, I must remind you of something. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Mark Mancini is the world's worst sports handicapper. So, so take if, it I to had, the bank, if I had a ton of money, I'd wager right now on TCU. I wouldn't think twice about it. Hey, those hard frogs play some football. And by the way, Galaxy Sports, we just announced that uh, – uh, Sonny Dykes is the coach of the year in college football. I, w- I would agree. I, I, here's how I see it. This mm-hmm. week, I see it to Ohio State TCU in the finals. Mm-hmm. I got the Buckeyes winning the whole thing. So we got really. Three, we and got who's three. playing defense what? for them? Yeah. It's gonna be, it, 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 don't worry about it. I, uh, with with Stroud as the quarterback, they'll score enough points. In my so you opinion, think, you think Marvin Harrison Jr. Is going to go off like Gabia did in the Rose Bowl hey, last you year. You know, I, I said this. I heard this the other day, and, I, and I, I've, I've always liked this kid coming out of college, and I've liked him in college, Trevor Lawrence. But somebody said a close second to Trevor Lawrence is Justin Fields. When was the last time an Ohio State quarterback was relevant in the NFL? Speaking of such, um, that performance by Thursday. Trevor Lawrence over Thursday the last night. five Thursday or six night. weeks yeah. and Thursday oh. night, Listen to these numbers, you guys. 67%, 3,749 yards in 15 games, 24 TDs and seven interceptions. Do you think Peterson has had an effect on Trevor Lawrence? Well, I think I think he's, a, he's always been a fine coach. But let me take the other side of that. 
you know, fans have a right to boo. You got a 24-year-old kid in Wilson. Looks uh, like he's 12. But it looks like he's 10 or 12. They're funny, you know, you read my mind too, which is not hard right now. But <laughs> but I just, I mean, I can't, I mean, I know New York fans and Philly fans are tough, but give the guy a break, okay? Uh, that offensive line didn't give much of a chance. I, how many, I felt bad for the kid last night too, Fred. I mean, New York fans, they remind me of Philly fans at Old Franklin Field booing Santa Claus. I mean, geez, the kid... But then again, you know, the Jets have had so many lean years. Oh. I mean, you go, you know, you go back. I Richard mean, oh Todd my. was the best one. Thank they had. you. Yeah. Richard Todd. The kid right. from you Alabama. Back to Joe Willie Namath to come up with a great quarterback. Well, I mean, my goodness, we're looking at it like 56 years at this point in time. Okay, we're going to take a break and come back uh, with the one, the only Pete Arbogast, uh, voice of USC football, starting in 1989. And then we'll come back with the guys all straight away. Sports overnight. This is Staples. So rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. Mm -hmm. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yeah. And we have UPS here in store. What will Staples think of next? (laughs) Right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what what, what will they think of next? Staples is your one-stop shipping destination. Now get 50% off shipping boxes, mailers, or tubes when you buy five of the same item in-store or online with one-hour pickup. Staples, the best-kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Exclusions apply. Visit staplesconnect.com slash shipping for details. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Pos Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Pos reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Pos. It's good medicine. He sent me to. everybody, welcome back to Sports Overnight America, and uh, my good friend and the uh, voice of the USC Trojans for many, many years, Peter Arbogast now with us. Peter, welcome to the show. Thanks, Freddie. Good to talk to you again, buddy. Yeah, I, I never asked you this question. You were doing UCLA, UCLA, USC football, then you went to the Bengals, and then you came back. Do you have any feelings toward the Bengals as uh, we do this show? Well, there were a few people there that I really enjoyed working with. Uh, Jack Brennan, PJ Combs, uh, Inky Studley. Um, but uh, uh, the way it ended, and some of the players, of course, but none of them are around anymore. 
but the way it ended was not good. Uh, and uh, I, I do sort of hold a grudge, but I really don't think about them very much. How honestly. many years? But many I do. Year, but sorry, I, do I root against them. I root against them. <laughs> you root, you root against the Brown family, right, Pete? Yes, I do. Pete, how many total years now have you done USC football? Uh, I started in 1989, so that's 34 years ago. Wow. Wow, so you're catching Tom Kelly pretty quick here. Wow. Already. Well, if, if, if you only count radio, I've, I've surpassed that a long time ago. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I've only been on radio, so I only count radio. Um, in a couple of years, I'll catch uh, Chris Roberts, the former voice of Long Beach State and UCLA. Yeah. And, uh, and I will have been in, in the 2024 season, I will have been broadcast more uh, major college football games in Southern California on the radio than anybody else in history. All right. Uh, Pete, uh, we're doing this, of course, with the co-host uh, Mark Mancini and Art Source. And I, and I must ask Pete this. Uh, his dad, Bob Robert Guest, uh, one of the great radio commentators, disc jockeys, talk show hosts uh, in Southern California history, was a UCLA Bruin fan. So tell us the story, Pete, how you switched, became a traitor to UCLA. Well, well, it was it was early because my dad worked at, at the old KMPC where uh, UCLA was was on the station along with the Rams and the Angels, and and so uh, you know working at a big time station like that, they they all get tickets for every event, so they got Dodger tickets and FC tickets and Rams tickets, everything else, and nobody would touch the USC tickets because <laughs> they didn't want to offend the ownership, the management at KMPC. So he said, well, that's, that's just dumb. Uh, I can get it. Everybody wanted the UCLA and the Rams tickets there and he couldn't get any uh, enough. He, he took his friends to UCLA games. And so one day in 1962, he grabbed the tickets and said, I'll take my kid to the SC game. Well, I mean, well, he's, he's eight years old. What does he know? I was seven. Um, <laughs> and I saw, you know, I saw, uh, SC beat Duke and then Roger Staubach and Navy. I didn't know that at the time. Um, and, and, uh, I, you know, you fall in love, I fell in love with the horse and the band and, and what's not to like, they would want every game that year. They Pete, a lot of us fell in love undefeated. with that white horse, that white yeah, horse running down the sidelines. Unbelievable. I remember the great quote that, under, uh, that Eric Parsegi had had. He said, if that horse is during the Notre Dame 55, 55 point uprising against Notre Dame. Right. And he said that poor horse, I thought he was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, they were undefeated that year. So I, I kind of glommed onto that, uh, wanting to be part of a winner and, uh, it worked out pretty good. Talking to Pete Arbogast, voice of USC uh, football for many, many, many years, and hopefully many, many more. Pete, every time uh, we do this on the radio, I must ask you the Roy Rogers, Gene Autry story. Gene Autry, of course, the owner of KMPC when uh, Bob Arragast, uh, Pete's uh, father, uh, was working at KMPC. Please tell us the Rogers Autry story. I think folks in the middle of the night deserve a laugh. Well, it was uh, my dad was the jazz DJ, which was, you know, the, the weirdo at that station because it was all music for what's left of your life at that point. It was all Sinatra and Bennett, you know, that, that music. Um, and, and so he played the jazz in the middle of the night, like from nine to midnight and maybe a little bit beyond if the other guy didn't show up on time, which happens sometimes. Anyway, he's, he's there one night and, uh, it was near Christmas, I believe. 
Um, and Gene Autry came in inebriated, which was not unusual. <laughs> uh, he walked, he walked into my dad's booth where he was doing the show and said, uh, hi, Roger, how you doing? And Roger Carroll was one of the other DJs on the station. And my dad and Roger Carroll did not get along particularly well. They were from opposite sides of the tracks for sure, both musically and politically. And uh, so my dad turned and said, thanks, Roy. How are you? For Roy Rogers. And uh, that that didn't go well. And the, the next day, uh, my dad got called into the office and was fired. But your dad is a tough guy. Um, you know, I, I met him a couple times when he was doing uh, the talk show with Jack Margolis. So he was more than yeah. just a, a, a disc jockey. He was very politically conscious, was he not? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Way before his time. And he, he helped, he was one of the staff writers, uh, 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 although a young one on the Smothers Brothers uh, show. Uh, he wrote Turn On, which was the shortest live television show in history, ran one episode. Uh, <laughs> and it, it was a comedy writer for Gary Owens. He was Gary's chief comedy writer, uh, contributed to Johnny Carson regularly. And Steve Allen and he were writing partners uh, back in the 50s. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he was very busy on both sides of that spectrum as well, which probably didn't serve him. Uh, you know, a little left of Timothy Leary back in the 60s and being on mainstream radio, uh, that didn't jive very well. He got a, He and Margolis got his own their own TV show on Channel 11 for a while yeah. on KTTV uh, in L.A. Yeah. Um, and, and, and had guests like Hell's Angels, the president, Sonny Barger. And, you know, it was a, it was a wild it was a free for all. And all those tapes are gone. They all got thrown away by KTTV or burned in the fire that they had in their warehouse. So oh, that's there's, too no, there's bad. nothing left of those. Yeah. That's hey, Pete, Mark Mancini here. I think when all the records in, in Lincoln Riley leaves USC, he'll be the top third coach there in USC history. That's just my opinion behind John McKay, Pete Carroll, and himself. But I think USC got a screw job in on this uh, not being elected to go to play in the uh, Final Four. It you shouldn't be penalized, in my opinion, by losing a championship playoff game. They should decide these four playoff teams before these people do their championship games. Is that agreeable? And your thoughts on Lincoln Riley? Nope. Nobody that doesn't play in their championship game in their conference should even be considered in a Final Four situation. So Ohio State shouldn't even be considered. Yeah. Now, if you play in it and lose, uh, okay, sure, maybe you had a bad day like TCU uh, so against Kansas State. Um, when it expands, all that will be off the table, and it's going to expand to 12, and then it's going to go to 16, and I think that's as far as we're going to get in our lifetimes, which is fine. Um, they get screwed out of that? I, I, I don't think so, especially knowing that Caleb Williams is really iffy for a, for a New Year's bowl game. Uh, he says he's going to play. Uh, they don't let us into practice to watch them practice, so I don't know. Uh, but judging by the severity of that injury and, and how bad the coach said it was, I would guess that he's uh, you know, doubtful at best. You just brought something up, Pete. It's already source again. Um, in my area at USC, there were, there were reports that came out on a Wednesday and Thursday and guys like Bud Ferrillo and, and Healy, Jim Healy, they were all sitting up with Coach McKay or Robinson in the office. <laughs> and everybody knew what was going on injury-wise. 
Now with gambling being such a focus in both the NFL and college football and, and finding out what's really going on, it's, it's become like uh, subterfuge. You have to have contacts and, and I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that and, and, and where football's headed in that situation. Well, the only guys that know what's going on are the guys that are there in the program at practice. Cause we can go in and, and look, I'm not, a, I'm not going to spill any secrets about USC. I've been doing their game since 89. Like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a member of the media per se. Uh, and they don't tell me anything. Wow. They don't even tell me stuff before the game. They don't even tell me stuff. So that's a huge difference from the past. Oh, sure. But it's, but it's not unlike the big programs around the country that have shut their doors to everybody. Practices are closed. You can't get in there. You, so we can go in and watch stretching and maybe a period of, of you know, t- individual position drills, which doesn't do anything. And then we can go in afterwards and, and interview players and coaches. I choose not to do that because I can watch them on YouTube. If, if, if those interviews weren't on, I would go to practice every day and talk to the guys, but there's no reason for me to do that. So it, it's a waste of time. And so I go into the game sort of blind a little bit, not knowing exactly who's going to play until I get the official word or, you know, is Andrew Vore, he's going to play at, at, at his position. Well, we'll know as soon as they take the field. He's not going to play in the Cotton Bowl. He's already announced that. When they take the field, I'll, I'll tell you who's out there. And, and that, that's fine. That's fine with me. I could do that. And I guess Jordan Addison's going to be out as well, right? Yeah, and uh, Neilon's not going to be, you know, he blew his ear at himself. So yeah, he's not going to play in the game. I think everybody else is ready to go except Caleb. I don't know. I really don't know. If I was a betting man, I'd say no. Pete, uh, before we go, uh, give us a final. Presuming uh, Caleb does not play uh, against Tulane, the, the odds were very low, and now I know why. It uh, looks like Caleb will not play. The, the odds were like two or three points below what I thought they might be. Uh, but give me a prediction for USC and Tulane. You know, I like Miller Moss. Now, he's only played in, in some, you know, cleanup situations. Uh, but he had to go in a couple of times and did well. And he's a really good quarterback. You can't come to FC and, and be a quarterback on the team. He's not a walk-on. He's a scholarly guy. And uh, I think he's going to do just fine. And Austin Jones could run the ball, and he's got a ton of guys to throw to. My concern really is the offensive line. Now, they'll have a month between the Utah game when they tried were trying to figure it out when they were playing the game and the Cotton Bowl. They have a month to try to figure out who's going to be up there playing that offensive line and how they're going to protect the quarterback, what kind of, what kind of protections they're going to have. Uh, it's going to make the game closer than it would have been. If Caleb Williams plays before he's as healthy, uh, that, then I think SC wins in a runaway. It's kind of like they did when they were at the Cotton Bowl and played Texas Tech back in the 90s, and Eshawn caught you know, 9,000 passes. Uh, I, 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 I feel like SC still has enough personnel. I mean, look at the recruiting over the years you look at the players how many Tulane players would start at USC but that being the case it's kind of like a a mid-major with a bunch of seniors playing against a one-and-done uh big-time team in the college basketball tournament and sometimes those mid-majors with all the seniors have a real good team chemistry and uh, they can they can come and make it very difficult so this is not a game I would touch I wouldn't play with it at all uh, Fred uh, I I think it's 
a really tough call either way. If I, you know, gun to the head, I'll say SC wins, but uh, I think that point spread is right on. Pete Arbel guest as usual, did a great job. You're doing a great job with USC and, uh, uh, hope to see you at some point, uh, while I'm above ground. And, uh, thank you for joining us on sports overnight America. <laughs> Thanks, it's Pete. been far too long. I would, I would like to do that before we are taking a dirt nap at some point, Fred. I, I think the last time we saw each other was your birthday about eight or nine years ago, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, that, that's a long time ago now, man. <laughs> the one, the only Pete Arbogast on Sports Overnight America. Back with more right after this. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you're ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-824-5131 That's 800-824-5131 
Hey, we're back on Sports Overnight America. Thank you, Peter Arbogast of USC, very, very much. And uh, now the guys. Um, Penny Pickett, uh, form from the University of Pittsburgh, and now, of course, the Steelers, indicated that uh, he told the doctors and the members of the Steelers staff two weeks ago against the Ravens that he had something like a concussion. They didn't see it. I'm saying historically the NFL doesn't want to find concussions. It's better now, but it's still horrendous. We're going to be playing uh, flag football in 50 years, my humble opinion. Mark Mancini, you're a Steeler fan. When you heard Kenny Pickett say that, what'd you think? Well, I thought of Tua. That's the first yeah. thing I thought of this whole Tua thing, but I will tell you this. I think it's less than 50 years, Fred. See it early uh, then you're indicating because uh, these these lawsuits are going to start to come into the NFL, and you know it's going to be left and right with lawsuits. How do we send people to the moon and we can't define a helmet here to protect somebody's head? Art Source, you played for the Rams a little, just a kicker. Are you really a player? I don't know, but you did play linebacker in high school. <laughs> so the bottom line is, what can we do to protect somebody's head from concussions? Hey. I was lucky. I had one of the first water helmets ever in back 1973. And I remember hitting some guys from Anaheim and Loera High School and, and Edison and seeing those little stars flying around. But Fred, what you have is this is the new defender. This is the thing you put underneath your helmet. It looks like a do-rag, right. but it actually protects it. It disperses the blow from people. We've had this gentleman on our show before. Wow. You also have the the big the big helmet to make you look like you're a jack of the box. Um, eventually I think you're going to go to motorcycle technology because they, they do such a great job, but here's the problem. These helmets that they're talking about, that'll change the world are going to cost two, three, four grand a piece. Where are the kids going to get the money to be able to afford those or the schools? I know the colleges can do it, but you know, the bottom line is these kids start playing football now at eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 years old. And that's when they're still forming. One of my theories is, you shouldn't be playing football until you're at least 14 or 15. Tackle football. Agree 100%. For Art, for Mark, for Mario, for Pete Arbogast, I'm Fred. Stay tuned all night long for more of Sports Overnight America.